Hello everyone and welcome to episode 34 of the Unlocking British English podcast. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to talk to you guys about why it's actually good to quit. Sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. We're going to get into all of that in a second, but before we do, just a couple of quick reminders. Uh, if you would like to download the transcript for this episode, you can do that for free on the website. That's www.unlockingbritishenglish.com. Uh, and also, if you're enjoying the podcast and you would like to get access to bonus episodes, bonus weekly episodes, you can do that through the Patreon. Uh, that's www.patreon.com slash unlockingbritishenglish. Uh, and it helps me to keep creating the podcast keep creating more content in general uh, and yeah so thank you to anyone that's thinking about doing that and so yes today we're going to talk about why it's good to quit sometimes so what am I talking about because usually quitting is seen as a negative thing right we don't often think of quitting as being a good thing um, but it is good sometimes depends on the context right so what I wanted to talk about today is what we what we refer to as sunk cost fallacy. Stick with me, I'll explain it. It only sounds confusing. So sunk cost fallacy is literally just when you continue to do something just because you've already invested time and or money or resources into that thing. So let me just break down this, the, what it is, sunk cost fallacy. So sunk meaning to sink, right? If you think of a boat and water starts coming into the boat, the boat goes underwater, it sinks. Um, we can also use this verb in the sense of uh, if I talk about sinking a lot of money into something or sinking a lot of time into something, uh, what I'm basically talking about is like investing a lot of money or time into something, putting a lot of money or time into something. Um, so sunk cost, we cost like the price of something, right? Um, and then fallacy, uh, fallacy just means a belief that something is true when it's not, right? When you believe something uh, that isn't true. So for example, um, some people say we only use 10% of our brains or 20% of our brains. That is a fallacy. It's not true. There are lots of people that believe it. So sunk cost fallacy is just the belief that when you have invested time and or money or resources into something that you should continue to do it. So if I give you a couple of examples, like simple examples, if you order too much food uh, from the takeaway and you eat all of it just because you paid for it, even though you're not actually hungry, even though maybe actually you're starting to feel unwell, you're starting to feel a bit sick because you've eaten so much, you eat all of it because you paid for it. Or maybe you start reading a book and you don't really like it, it's not really that interesting, but you've already read three or four chapters, so you read the whole book because you've already started, you've spent however long reading the first amount, uh, and so you continue with it because of that. Even on a, on a larger scale, probably more common, um, on a sort of global scale, uh, is relationships, right? A lot of people will continue to stay in a relationship with someone because they've been in that relationship for a long time. Um, it seems uh, more difficult maybe to stop being in that relationship than just to keep going. So that's what sunk cost fallacy is, the belief that you should continue uh, to do something because you have spent a lot of time on it, because you've spent money on it, because you've invested some sort of resources into it. Um, and so 
The reasons why we do this, I think there are several depending on the context, but the main reasons why we do this, why we so commonly continue to do things uh, even though we don't want to or we're not getting any kind of return on our investment, we're not getting anything out of uh, that behavior, that experience, whatever we're doing. Um, the first thing is sometimes we just feel guilty for quitting, right, for stopping to do something. Um, you know, if, if you've started to do something, usually, you know, we think if you to see it through, right, to finish it, um, you know, that's the good thing to do. That's the better thing to do. So sometimes we just feel guilty or sometimes, you know, quitting or stopping something might have some sort of emotional impact or financial impact or some sort of impact on other people. Um, you know, certainly, for example, if you like a relationship, right, you, you might feel guilty for um, leaving someone in a relationship because, of course, that's not going to be something that's very easy for that person to deal with. That's going to be, you know, a little bit of drama or whatever. Um, sometimes it's just that we believe that with more time, we might start to get a, re a return on our investment, right? We, we might start to see some results from the time that we've been putting in, from the money that we've been investing. Uh, sometimes there's just this belief that if I just stick with it a little bit longer, something something good is going to come out of it. Um, and then sometimes it's just that quitting might seem like the harder option. Sometimes because of maybe the effects of, of quitting like in, or stopping to do something. Um, but sometimes it's just because we we like what we're comfortable with right we like what we already know uh we say better the devil you know right better the devil you know than the devil you don't is to say right like uh, even if it's bad it's maybe easier because i already know what's coming i know what to expect i know pretty much what's going to happen uh in the future uh, and if we make a different decision if we stop doing something if we quit something uh, if we leave something then you know that opens us up to to a lot more of the unknown i suppose in general right we don't know what's going to happen in the future because it's something completely new and so sometimes there's just that fear of the unknown the fear of you know different things but um, you know, I think often it's going to be a different uh, thing for different people, maybe a mixture of things depending on the situation and all kinds of different stuff. Uh, I obviously am not a psychologist, so I'm not going to try and dive into too much of that. But those are the main reasons why we we continue with behaviors that aren't giving us anything, that aren't serving us for anything useful. Um, and so what is the relevance of this to you guys, aside from maybe it being randomly interesting? Um, the reason why I wanted to talk about this um, in the podcast is because I think this is something that we deal with a lot as language learners as well. You know, I gave some examples earlier, but this is something that we can do you know, with pretty much anything, you know, to, to, it's just when we continue do, doing something that isn't helping us or isn't good for us in some kind of way. Um, and I think that we do this a lot as language learners, you know, we start to invest time and or money in different strategies, in different methods, uh, different things in general that aren't really helping you or that you aren't enjoying. Um, and I think it's important to remember that, you know, just because, okay, maybe you spent some money on this course or, you know, maybe you're halfway through this book, like if something isn't helping you, if you're not getting the desired result from whatever you're doing, then there's no real 
real good reason to continue doing that. Like I say, it's easy to fall into the trap of believing that, you know, with time, maybe it's going to be worth it. Or maybe, you know, it's better just to stick with this because at least I know what I'm doing here. I don't know what I'd be doing if I was doing something else. But the reality is if you've been doing something, you know, for an amount of time and you're not getting the result that you want out of that thing, continuing with that action, with that behavior is just going to give you more of the same, right? Uh, you're just going to get the same thing over and over again. Uh, and what happens is that if you don't address this, if you don't do something about this, you just start losing motivation um, because you're not getting results. You're putting time into something. You're putting uh, your effort and your energy and your money a lot of the time into something, but you're not actually getting anything back from it. And so you start to get really demotivated. You start to maybe lose confidence maybe it's me maybe I have the problem maybe I just can't learn English or, or whatever language I'm learning um, and you know a lot of the time pretty much all of the time that's not going to be true you know we all have to find different ways to learn different things that help us you know what works for me isn't necessarily going to work for you uh, and learning something as diverse and complex as a language by its nature is going to entail you trying and testing lots of different things. And I think it's important that we remember that if something doesn't work for us, then we need to leave it. We need to quit. We need to stop doing it, stop using it and go and find something else because all of the time you're looking for new ways to address a certain problem, uh, for new ways to learn something, even if all of those new methods or new ideas or new resources don't work. You're going to learn something from all of those experiences and it's going to be more useful than just sitting in the same place that you were in before where you, you, you know you're not really going to make any progress because you know what you're doing isn't working for you. And so I think it's important you know, so that we maintain motivation, um, because like I say, if you if you keep doing something, you don't get anything good out of it, you don't get the desired result, then you start to get really demotivated, but also you can even start to develop a sort of resentment towards what you're doing. You know, if, if, if you're experience with language learning is kind of negative you feel like you're wasting your time you're wasting your money you're wasting your energy and on top of all of that you're not even getting anywhere uh, you're not really seeing any results uh, then you're going to start to resent English and learning in general um, because you're not addressing the root of the problem which is that you're you know, you've gotten too attached to a specific thing, whether it's a method, a course, a book, um, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a small thing or a big thing. You know, we have to be conscious of what our goals are, what we're doing at the moment to try and get towards our goals and, you know, how we think about tracking our progress. This obviously isn't something that's just like super easy to do. And of course, with this podcast and with this topic, I'm not trying to say, oh, you know, as soon as you don't like something or whatever, you just quit it straight away. You know, 10 minutes, if you don't like it, throw it away. We do obviously have to give some things a little bit of time um, to start seeing some effect. But I think most of you probably have an idea about what I'm talking about, right? Um, we, we continue with these things, even though we know that we we can probably do better or we're not really getting out getting much out of that experience um and so yeah it's important to remember that you know it's just quit stop doing it 
go and do something else. Um, you know, it's good to quit sometimes. Uh, not always, but sometimes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to share some of those thoughts, I guess, in this podcast and talk a little bit about this idea of the sunk cost fallacy, this idea that once you've invested time or resources into something that you have to continue with it because, you know, it's not true and a lot of times it can be uh, quite harmful to our progress. You know, we start to, like I say, get demotivated and, and almost feel resentful towards whatever it is that we're doing. So, yeah, if something is not working for you, stop doing it. Try doing something else. Um, like I say, it's obviously not simple. It's a process of trial and error. I would love to be able to sit here and say, right, these are the seven steps that you can take to get where you want to be. Uh, but if I did that, I would be lying because they just don't exist. Uh, you know, there are... Well, uh, there, we have a saying, we say uh, methods are many, principles are few, right? Basically, there are a lot of methods, but there are only a few principles. What that means is the main core principles, the main core ideas are going to be the same. So, for example, with language learning, you know, you need to get a lot of input. You need to listen to, to read the language, to get a lot of input, to get an understanding of how it works, to make the different connections between all the different structures. Um, you know, that's the same for everyone. But how you go about doing that and the small little tweaks and changes that you might make along the way to um, to optimize that process for you, for your learning style and for your goals, those things are going to be different, right? So those are the methods. The immersion, the listening, the input is the principle. How you do that is the method. And so that is the part where, um, unfortunately, you do have to just experiment and try things. Well, I say unfortunately because... Uh, you know, obviously it would be kind of nice just to have it all laid out for us really clear and easy. But of course, you know, you can enjoy the process. You can you know, find a way to make the process interesting. Uh, and like I've talked about many times before in the podcast, I think that is an important thing to do as well. So, yeah, that is what I wanted to talk about today in the podcast. And so that is what we've talked about. Uh, obviously, I'm not very good at finishing these podcasts. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed. I just kind of ramble anyway. So that is everything for today. I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode episode. As always, if you have anything that you would like to share with me in terms of thoughts of the, about the podcast, uh, ideas for future episodes, then please let me know. Uh, but yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the episode and I look forward to speaking to you again in the next one.